With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive Budget Beach Finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. You guys, it is the kids' favorite time of year after the long winter. It is finally spring break. So if you're hitting the beach, retreating lakeside, or lounging at the pool, then get everything you need for your vacation at Macy's. Macy's has the cutest bathing suits, sandals, beach towels, and don't forget sunscreen. You can find everything you're throwing into your bag at Macy's. Plus, you can order online and pick up in store or curbside or get same-day delivery. Head on over to Macy's.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you all heard about Squarespace? Their website helps you grow your business and takes the guesswork out of building a website. It's great. They have so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. One of our favorite product features is the Fluid Engine. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it has never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with a best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. Stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine, built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Go to squarespace.com slash drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. First of all, you don't know me. <laughs> We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl, cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl, you could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. Welcome back friends, it is episode 406. Season 4, Episode 6, Where Did You Sleep Last Night? This aired originally November 8th, 2006. That tracks. It does look like fall in Wilmington. It's oh, yes. Um, like, you, you can see that it's approaching, and we were probably only, like, you know, what, three weeks out from air dates or whatever when <laughs> yeah. we were filming? Not the point. <laughs> the synopsis of this episode while we romance the fall season that we're currently in. That's what, by the way, that's why we probably all had such good hair. In this episode, because <laughs> oh my the god, because the like humidity was down. In the fall. No, truly, everyone's hair did look so great, and I didn't think about that part. And you're a thousand percent right. <laughs> it it's like the be. humidity dropped below seasonal 88%. success. We did. Well, <laughs> well, kids, this week Nathan and Haley are worried about their financial situation. Nathan goes to someone new for help. Dun 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 dun. Brooke continues her secret relationship with her English teacher. Oh my god. Ooh. We'll get to that. Lucas comes back to play for the Ravens while Peyton continues to lean on him after the attack. Plus, she finds strength in herself after the help of her real brother, 
who is serving in the Marines. So nice to see Ernest Waddell and you in yeah. this episode, Hill. It was well, so good. It. Guys, I have, I have opinions about that boxing uh-huh. scene. Um, <laughs> what? Okay, you go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. It's so late in the episode. I feel like I do this every time where every time we watch an episode, I'm like, I have a strong opinion about this. And then we get out of chronological order and I don't know how to get back <laughs> okay. on okay. time. Well, look, I, I get it. Those scenes are super hard to shoot. We'll get to it when we get to it. I I understand as an actor why as an actor you probably really hated doing that. But as a viewer, I'm gonna say I liked it. And as a viewer, I really, really, really loved the opening for you. It's such a stark surprise seeing you in Peyton's room when everything is white. White. And and truly the thought I wrote it down. Cause you you know, Lucas comes in, sees it. You're very stoic and you say that maybe maybe you can paint the shadows away. Mm. And Hillary, I swear to God, I wrote down, I said, how did she deliver that line? Because I know you read it and went, <laughs> what the f- is this? Who says this? And you did it in a way that was so good and so like layered and mm. and I could see how shaken you were and that this was such a coping mechanism. And I loved it. And that is such evidence of when we got scripts that we went, who says this? And then you make it work. And I just want to know where, where, where are all of the Emmys? Girl, here's here's what's Uh, weird is it's like we just did this huge episode of major, major, major trauma. And Mm -hmm. the only people interacting with Peyton are the boys. Right? Like, not mm-hmm. one girl goes to talk to her. Like, oh, babe, yeah. you were just almost raped? That's weird. Like, yeah. that brother we met at that house party turned out to be a total creep. Not yeah. one girl goes to talk to her. Which is, you can tell that, like, yeah. boy, boys wrote this shit. Because, like, we would mm-hmm. be in each other's... Like, you yes. could be my mortal enemy. Oh, we would have both crawled into bed with you yeah. and yeah. never left your house. And Yeah. yeah. No, no, yeah, but, it, but boys are the heroes. Friends. Well, it's also <laughs> such elementary school politics, like, and I know we've talked about this a lot, but it's the way men think women are. Mm-mm. Like, the fact that after this has happened to Peyton, the only mention of you between the girls is between Joy and I. It's Brooke and Haley yeah. getting on the bus, and I'm like, don't tell her I asked about her. <laughs> like, that's that's like if, if you... I don't know, like stole my prom dress <laughs> yeah. or some dumb thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Which like, I I'm will so do. Don't worry. <laughs> you sure will. It's a little foreshadowing for the fans, a little Easter egg. Mm-hmm. But no, truly, it's like, it's so insane that we are not just there. Like any fight, any upset ceases to matter in the face of, of something so seismically circumstantial. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even and, Brooke, the comment that Brooke makes yeah. by the bus is some... I can't remember what it was, but it was something very flippant. Like, oh, because, yeah. uh, you know, some psycho, like, came after her, turned well, out I to say, be a crazy person. What did yeah, you it's like, wait, wait, it's something about, like, oh, one little stalker. And it's like, right, right. I, I'm sorry, she almost got raped and murdered. She's got like, scabs all what? over her face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. It's and so insane. And you think, insane. like, Luke didn't actually go tell both of them exactly what happened and how awful it was. Also... Where is Larry? Did she not tell her Girl, dad? What What is going on? No, she says that she won't call him, which also is insane. Technical question. 
Like I, I work on a television show that involves law enforcement now, and I don't feel like sixteen-year-olds get to make that choice. Like uh-huh. I feel like law enforcement has no. to call the homeowner or has to call the parent, and also is the parent in trouble yeah. now because they've left an underage kid by themselves? You're not yeah. a story. Like huge missed opportunity for a story. Yeah. Yeah, if Peyton is like, if Child Protective Services is called because Peyton's been left alone for two years as a minor, where's a grandparent? Where's an aunt or uncle? Like, literally, where is anyone? Where are the adults? Where is anyone? But the thing is, where are the adults? But I, I do think, again, it leans into this fantasy idea of, you know, kids wanting to go out on their own. And it leans into what we clearly see budding in this episode so literally, not not even just in these figurative ways that we've been portrayed on screen uh, <laughs> for the last couple of years. But it's the adultification of teenagers. Oof. It's it's this notion that, you know, they're on their own. And the rom- the quote romantic idea is that they're finding their way. But the gross thing is that they're being treated like grownups and not being supported. And um, I don't care how many times we have Brooke Davis repeat that she's 18. <laughs> I was just going to say. <laughs> Brooke should just oh wear my a button. Gosh. She should have a button. Hi, my name is Brooke. I'm 18. Yeah. <laughs> so gross. And it's like, it, it will never make it okay. It will never be okay that Larry's not there for Peyton. It will never be okay that Brooke's teacher is sleeping with her. Like, it's and just none of this parents is okay. are incognito. Like, when, yeah, hello. Yeah. She needs money. She can't call her parents. That was so weird. Yeah. I really. Yeah. Had why a does it have to be that. Dan? I really had a problem with that because the whole, the whole thing about who Haley was in the beginning was. That she so badly want, she saw Nathan as someone who was independent and she saw his reliance on Dan as a weakness. And she was so encouraging of him to do things on his own, to, you know, get away from his parents. She would never have respected that, that he would go to his dad for money, his dad who has been so abusive in his life. And I remember when we got that script that I was, I think I, what I remember is that I had a lot going on in my personal life as usual. And I your remember hair looked being good, like though. this, de- <laughs> you, you at the best, <laughs> your, oh hair, God, your hair and good. skin and the, your hair. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I just remember really feeling gross about that and like kind of pushing through it. And I remember wanting to spend time arguing about it, but I just didn't have the energy and I was like, fine, mm-hmm. whatever I'll say it. And watching this now, I'm like, I really wish I had pushed back on that a little bit because it's just so out of character for her. Well, mm. and like there were so many other people to call. Like Haley's parents were the no duh, but what about yeah. Grandpa and what Grandma? About, yeah, what about Whitey? Even yeah, yeah, Whitey, give me some money. That would have yeah. been a great arc. That's right. Yeah. Whitey, give me my money. Well, what about Lucas and um and Nathan teaming up to do some kind of something to raise money to like? There, I feel like there were just so many opportunities. I don't know why. I don't know why he went to Dan. Well. But the only reason he went to Dan was to set up Rick Fox being like a loan shark. But that's lazy writing. I agree. I mm-hmm. fully agree. <laughs> I'm just saying you can yes. you can see it. It's like it, it. so much of what we're seeing here 
is lazy writing. It's like, let's get the mafia involved. Let's get the <laughs> girl. Mean, let's get the girl banging her teacher in the classroom. Like it's all just so gross. And it's like it just it truly does remind me like, oh, man, anytime you doubt yourself, just imagine you had the confidence of a mediocre man. Because <laughs> mediocre middle aged wow. man. Like truly, because the yeah. level of mediocrity that we're seeing here, it's like you threw the stone two inches and went, that'll do. Like, yeah. come yeah. on. Come I'll on. Never, you know, this is something Rob Buckley said to me once. I was telling him, I was talking to him about this guy that I was seeing and I wasn't sure what to do. And I was like trying to explain like, how do I, you know, the, what the whole situation was. Anyway, he just, at one point he just looked at me and he was like, this guy's not making any effort, Joy. And I was like, but he did this and he did that and blah, blah, blah. And he was like, Joy, that's showing up with shoes on. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like don't, you're you're giving him way too much credit. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's I I love that phrase and I use it all the time now. Thanks, Robert Buckley. But that's <gasps> yeah. what this episode was: showing up with shoes on. Yeah, it it was. Yeah. Just, there were so many lazy writing moments. Yeah, it was yeah, and and the thing is, I think it could have been really cool. You know, to your point, if if Nathan had leaned on Lucas and said, I'm really struggling, man. Here's what's Mm -hmm. going on. And the Ravens had organized something. Wouldn't it have been cool to see Rick Fox? Like, okay, let's go really cliche high school. Let's say they organized the Ravens basketball players do a car wash. Yes. Wouldn't it be cool to see Rick Fox creep through there in his fancy Cadillac? Notice he and, needs money. It yeah, wasn't that fancy of a up. Cadillac, by the by. I was like, if we're trying to sell, <laughs> if we're trying to sell that this dude's like successful, why is the English teacher driving a cooler car than like yeah, the loan Porsche? A hundred percent. So insane. That didn't track. It's so insane. I but love this daydream though. Yeah, that's yeah, way better. Or the River Court been boys. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. But all those boys, and that's what I'm saying, like, they could have done something, and then the the creepy guy could have come in the mix and, and, be, and you know, even yeah. asked somebody, like, what are we doing? And it's like, oh, well, you know, Nathan's got a baby on the way. We're raising some money. Like, it could yeah. have all seemed very innocent and yeah. fun and and led to something sinister. But instead, we just put pedal to the metal on, like, sinister stranger. Yeah, because then Dan could have offered to give him money and then Nathan could have chosen to take it from Rick Fox instead of his dad. Yeah, been like, which no, gets I got him into it. more trouble. Right. I mean, there's yeah. so many interesting ways. I feel like this episode, th- not this episode, but th- this kind of cluster of episodes is mm-hmm. really when <sighs> One Tree Hill started to jump the shark. Well, mm-hmm. and and it was because when we had the whole thing of like who killed Dan, and people started making like references to Dallas and yeah. Yeah, who shot JR? Who shot JR? Yeah. It felt like some of our bosses thought, oh man, we are going to enter into a legacy of dun dun dun. Mm. And so they wanted those big, huge, weird storylines. I don't know any of our fans that loved our show for those big, huge, weird storylines. Everything that they bring up is like the small, intimate moments. Yeah. I just don't think they could get away from the competition of OC and Gossip Girl and how big those shows were in the industry. Because One Tree Hill was super popular with our crowd, like our grassroots crowd, which Mm -hmm. was a huge population. But it wasn't like the 
it, it, we weren't the show that was getting all of the sort of Hollywood attention. And yeah. I think there was an obsession with the competition, like trying to put us on, on the same level or something. It's so strange. Well, whether you like fresh faced, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I use it every day. So does my daughter. It's the one in the turquoise tube all over your socials. Yes. Obsessed with this, you guys. Thrive Cosmetics beauty products are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, made with clean, skin-loving ingredients, high-performance and trademark formulas, and uncompromising standards. It's easy to see why their bestsellers have thousands of five-star reviews. I'm wearing it right now. I, I really do put it on every morning because it's so easy. It just comes right off with water, so I don't have to worry about like getting those raccoon lines under my eyes. No, I have a little bag. And after I take my kids to school, I just sit in my car. And what I love about their kits is that it's so easy. It's like four products and you look like a brand new awake woman. <laughs> awake. What a novel awake. idea. <laughs> I love it. The liquid lash mascara lasts all day without clumping, smudging or flaking. And the flake free tubing formula dramatically lengthens and defines your lashes from root to tip. It really does look like lash extensions, you guys, without the damaging glue or the salon prices. Its nourishing ingredients support longer, stronger, and healthier-looking lashes over time. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash drama. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E. See what they did there? M-E-T-I-C-S-C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash drama for 20% off your first order. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, cheap Caribbean vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive Budget Beach Finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. This March, join Macy's and Girls, Inc. to empower a new generation of leaders now during Women's History Month. I love that Macy's partners with Girls Inc. to support young women and leaders, inspiring all girls to be strong, smart, and bold. Throughout March, you can help fund STEM and college and career readiness programming for girls when you donate online to Girls Inc. or Roundup on your purchase. Plus, shop women-owned and founded brands like Kaylee Cosmetics, New Face, and Better Not Younger. Learn more and celebrate the creative power of women now and all year round at Macy's.com purpose. Call it power, you guys. Yay. I love this. Your whole life you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving into your cravings and indulging. But actually, your cravings are leading you right where you needed to be. It is Call a Power. I love this name. I do too. Call a Power is the brand that powers the food you crave with ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. If you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of the Call of Power's thin and crispy stone fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Kala Power's chicken tenders are made with real, all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. Oh, and that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big, warm bowl of pasta, you can dig in with Kala Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. 
Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Kala Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies, gluten-free, always, and ready in minutes. Most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Kala Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatkalapower.com to find them in a store near you. Kala Power. Crave on. It's also so weird to me because the the Hollywood attention to your point, Joy, like that's all manufactured. 100%. That's that's publicists doing their jobs, sending people to events. We weren't in we weren't getting that level of Hollywood attention because we weren't in Hollywood. We weren't in <laughs> L.A. or New York. Yeah. What was that dorky club that everybody went to? Remember that club that like everyone was seen at? And they were all like, oh, oh, like hide. That's what it was. (laughs) One of those places. Hide. (laughs) Still there. I've never been. Like you guys, we we couldn't wrap work and go to some fancy event or a publicity dinner or a like we were just working and going home and like going to the Copper Penny to have like two dollar beers. And I loved that, but we we weren't in the mix in that way. And so it's just so odd to me that. You know, it's like if they wanted it that badly, they could have done with us what they did with Shameless. Like we could have shot in L.A. at Warner Brothers and then done exteriors in Wilmington for like six weeks a year. Yeah. But they didn't want to do that. And so it's like pick one. You either want to be the show that shoots yeah. in the town where your show is set or or you want to like send your kids to Rolling Stone parties, but you can't have both. It's 100% true. And and you, Sophia, in particular, worked your ass off to maintain and build mm-hmm. your career off of this show by doing things like flying back and forth every weekend to LA to make sure that you were able to participate in the things that you wanted to be there for, which got you more work, which brought, you know, gave you an opportunity to have the platforms that you have now. It's I mean, like there was this amazing stepping stone that you saw especially with your PR brain too because you went to school for journalism or for for journalism yeah I appreciate that but I I gotta say it didn't feel like that for me like I was hustling home as often as I could for like meetings I was going home to audition a lot yeah I've I've never really been a person who loves like sending in a tape so if there was something I really wanted to like fight for you know, I would I would fly, I would take the meeting, I would do whatever. I would definitely make sure, especially by this point, that like any event for the charities I was working with, yep. I would I would make it home. But it's funny because to me it felt so much like there was so much I wanted to do that I just couldn't because yeah. we were in Wilmington. It wasn't possible. And yeah, even with work sometimes, choose. like, oh, I remember there there are two movies that like still crush me <laughs> that that I like I was supposed to do. And then because of our dates, because like we would do 24 episodes instead of 22. Yeah, I couldn't. And I, I watched mm. people go do these projects and just be like, oh, my God, I wanted that so bad. Mm. But, you know, it's like we tried. We tried to to do anything that we all could. And certainly by this point, I was just like itching to do anything else yeah then hook up with teachers or like random part-time models yeah so weird that i was looking for more fulfilling work than uh (laughs) storylines like this really annoyed (laughs) me in this episode watching that i was i hated it can they not think of anything else for sophia to do you're so good 
I don't understand why it was just continually over and over. Oh, here's a new boy. Let's throw him on Sophia. Can, mm-hmm. can we Always. can we come up with something else, please? But they've also got you bitchy like season one, too. You're being punished mm-hmm. in this episode. They were like, all the stuff you've worked for for all these years, eh, we're back at square one. We shoot some Wait. laddered you all the way back. You know what I will say? I don't like, obviously, we've we've talked about this. I don't like the way that Brooke and Peyton are relating at this point. But I get, I get that they want us separated so they can have the big reunion episode mm-hmm. at, you know, prom or winter formal or whatever it is. But I love, like, even when Brooke is hysterical or, like, stressed and gets really snappy, I love the comedy of Brooke and Rachel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, me too. Like, all of that is so fun and rich and hilarious. And, like, us in the bathroom killed me. Mm-hmm, so I was like, good. God, I loved this. And I just wish they had let us have more fun together and that it didn't always have to be about a guy. That's all we ever <laughs> talked about, Brooke and Rachel. Boys, 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 boys. And it's like, <sighs> we're we're both too good for that. That's I like that you guys went, I mean, I literally wrote in my notes. Brooke and Rachel besties with the whole mixtape or earrings thing. Yeah. And then literally, like two seconds later, you skanked me into this. Like the turn, <laughs> the turn yeah. from like, oh my God, we're best friends. We've earned it. Like this feels nice to, eh, yeah. you're dead to me. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. It's so high school. That yeah. is so high school, what high school girls do. Um, can we talk for a second about Lucas's cluelessness at the beginning of this episode? Well, also the introduction of Chad's platinum blonde hair. Yes, that's what I want to talk about. (laughs) Because at some point between Derek uh, almost raping and murdering his best friend slash future wife um, and this episode, he had time to go uh, dye his hair platinum blonde. What's going on? Guys, I'm into it. Like, here's, (laughs) here's what my brain remembers. I yesterday had to do a sit down for a documentary about TRL and about like the MTV Mm. of it all and how it did tie into One Tree Hill. Like we were like the music stuff, you know, they literally Mm -hmm. handed us the fan base we had on a silver platter because the numbers were the exact same between TRL and One Tree Hill. Mm. And and we had no like emo representation with the boys on the show. And like Chad was like, Give me that torch. I am going to be the boy wearing eyeliner and with the platinum blonde hair, and I am going to be your emo dream come true. And like for he a lot of girls, episode. he he did it. He should have yeah. had a bass guitar that he just like slung around. That would have been. That's, <laughs> what, I, I that's cool. what I was going to say though. Is like he he's leaning into that level of emo in a way. That I wi- I almost wish they'd let him take it a little farther. Like, yeah. In this episode, like, he's wearing that, I don't know if it was, like, an Ed Hardy shirt or whatever that is, but it's got, like, a skull and, like, it things was on it. the necklace. And, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh, but let it, let it go the two steps past. Let it go to actual rock and roll instead of the, like, middle Mall rock and Ed roll. Hardy thing. Because, like, Chad committed to it. Like, his hair yeah. is bleached out he is i don't know if it's eyeliner or eyeshadow or whatever he's wearing that like leans into that very fallout boy like eye makeup it's like, vibe it's but it guy-liner. works on him like it looks and great I, and i don't i don't know if he found it first like doing the jack sparrow or whatever but I, I don't know there was something i saw in this where i was like wait like let him like let him go is this Let why really Lucas and Peyton it. are really soulmates? Because he's deep down an emo rock and <laughs> yes! roll guy. That's what I was about. But that's what I was about to say. Like I, I almost wish, I almost wish they'd let him like, 
lean further into it with wardrobe and stuff mm-hmm. because it is when you guys really begin this like deep bond that sets you up. Like when we get to the end of this season and you have the it's you moment, like, I don't know. I, I love, there's something about it that reminds me of like when you guys were trading records in mm-hmm. season one and I'm like, Oh, I want more of that. Like, don't you feel that? Like well, you can kind of sense it coming. It, it was such a thing thing during this time period and for us to not have any of the boy characters embody like that emo look and like the vibe and the music and stuff like that like let him be our billy idol come on (sighs) we were coming off of pearl jam and nirvana and even dave matthews band was kind of the new generation of that that we were all into but that was all very emo stuff and the guys were kind of grungy and yeah we never got we never had that pop music it was all pop punk so it was like the used and then Canada Uh gave us some 41 and we had fallout boy (laughs) and those were all like the kids that would come on TRL and every Mm -hmm. damn one of them was wearing guy liner you know yeah but I think but that's what I'm saying is like I wish they'd I wish they'd let it go a little farther with him and like that wardrobe had leaned into it because there's something kind of cool again Mm -hmm. The women see it. The guys, the guys in the writers' room are not like no. doing enough. But when you think about the fact that Peyton was super into Pete Wentz, oh, yeah. I love the idea that post Pete Wentz, Lucas decides he wants to be like a little more emo and like I maybe wear rock and roll t shirts. Yeah, right? that, I, I like that's that. what I'm saying. I think it's, it's so subliminal. cute and like vibey. <laughs> and I don't know. I'm like, damn. I wish that they'd been smart enough to like track it that yeah. way and and that lean cool. into it a little more because clearly he was game like he was enjoying it so like let him live if Peyton's the goth girl on the cheerleading squad yes. having a guy in eyeliner on the varsity basketball team is not something that we'd seen on television yeah yep. that was new um it's also really probably the most normal thing that happened in this episode because having totally a preteen boy right now you know we're going to go we're going to go to a concert this weekend and see monoskin those hot little italians Yo. who all wear makeup and girl clothes I love them. and i was like gus do you want to wear eyeliner and he's like uh f- yeah <laughs> of course i do <laughs> and that level of experimentation in middle school and high school is not something yeah. that we're seeing a lot of with the boys on our show and so mm-hmm. cheers to chad for I think he's the one that initiated it. I don't think anyone yeah. in the hair and makeup trailer was like, hey, we should try this. I think he no, was he the definitely, one. He definitely no, did that. He, yeah. That was what he wanted. Mm-hmm, and yeah. I just think like it would have been so cool if instead of kind of like fighting to rein him in on it, yeah. our creative team had been like, wait a second. Yeah. This is going to be is a fun. vibe. Like, like Lucas goes from being a very you know, carbon copy Southern boy who mm-hmm. gets like a generic, terrible tattoo with Brooke to like finding <laughs> his identity, which is more emo with Peyton. Like, I yeah. love that. Good I love that. I love that evolution. And I don't know, he, he loved it. And so I just wish they'd like s- seen it as an asset yeah. and let him run with it and leaned into it for the two of you because as the two of you are having this experience that leads to the future of your characters 
I just think it would have been really cute if you'd started to look more alike. <laughs> like, like brother cute. and sister. <laughs> That's gross. No, like Brad and uh, Gwyneth <laughs> matching haircuts. Do you remember the first time that you like, like tried something new at school? Like that you you went out there oh. and you were like, oh yeah, I'm going to be different today. Oh, I literally thought you were going to be like, do you remember the first time you realized you were wearing the same outfit as your partner? Oh. And I was like, yeah, Grant and I literally do it all the time. We'll like, we'll like meet upstairs to go to dinner and I'll just be like, oh, sh- one of us has to change. Someone like, needs to take off a blazer. We're just wearing all the same colors. And I'm like, oh, my God, we really are becoming the same person. But oh, high school. Yeah, Ooh. my first one was when I went to high school. I showed up in New Jersey from Texas. Yes. And that that combo did not fly. I had to get tough <laughs> fast. And Is that so, when you started wearing your hoop earrings? That's when I started doing the dark brown lip liner hoop earrings. Yes. It was like the frosty brown lipstick, but with oh, the yeah. um, dark brown yeah. eyeliner. Mac swirl. Yeah. Oh, I remember. Oh, yeah, you baby. looked like Mariah Carey. Like you <laughs> showed us pictures and I'm like, oh my God, that's Mariah Carey. <laughs> Yeah. It's hot. What did you do, Hillary? I mean, I very much wanted to fit in because I'd been an ostracized kid. And so freshman year, like, went to the mall and bought all the things that Abercrombie had. And, like, freshman year was Abercrombie'd out. And then I started dating this, like, really bad boy. And I didn't have, like, I didn't have to follow any rules anymore. I could do whatever the fuck I wanted and nobody could say anything (laughs) to me. Uh... And so I started dressing like a man. Like I went to the thrift store and bought like old man trousers and would wear little teeny tiny shirts with like big old man pants. And yeah. that feeling of just like, oh, that's oh. still my vibe. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. yeah but it's, that feeling of like, oh, I don't have to play by the rules. And some people are going to make fun of this, but like the hot people oh, aren't. This is my uniform. Like yeah. you feel it, you step into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What is better than a beach vacay? An all-inclusive beach vacay with Cheap Caribbean Vacations, of course. Cheap Caribbean gets you more food, more drinks, and more fun for less. Plus, you can score $175 instant savings on beach favorites in Mexico, the Dominican Republic, Jamaica, Aruba, and the Bahamas for even more awesome savings. Book by April 1st, 2024, and learn more about doing your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. Hey, Hill, what are your spring break plans with the kids? Um, we are going to the city and just going to see like every musical we can get our hands on. That's, yes. It's just time. Sweeney Todd is playing. Oh, what about you? What are you doing? I think we're just going to stay home because we've got uh, some other travel coming up a little bit later. So we're actually just going to enjoy being in the house. And You mean you're going to rest? <laughs> have, I'm going to rest, have kids come over, run around in the creek. It'll be fun. But if you're hitting the beach or retreating lakeside or lounging at the pool, then everything you need for your vacation is at Macy's. Macy's has an incredible selection of bathing suits, sandals, beach towels, and even sunscreen. And you can find everything you're throwing into your beach bag at Macy's. And if you're trying to dress it up and hit the town on the vacation, then head to Macy's.com to find the cutest summer dresses and perfect accessories to dress up any look. Oh my God, I can't wait to dress up. Plus... You can order online and pick up in-store or curbside, or you could get same-day delivery. Head on over to Macy's.com. Call it power, you guys. I love this. Your whole life you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving into your cravings and indulging. But actually, your cravings are leading you right where you needed to be. It is 
Kala Power. I love this name. I do too. Kala Power is the brand that powers the food you crave with ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. If you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of the Kala Power's thin and crispy stone fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Kala Power's chicken tenders are made with real all natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. Oh, and that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big, warm bowl of pasta, you can dig in with Kala Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Kala Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies, gluten-free, always, and ready in minutes. Most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Kala Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatkalapower.com to find them in a store near you. Kala Power. Crave on. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. I remember there was one summer at camp. I started going to camp when I was nine. Well, and you had a literal uniform that you had to wear at school, right? Oh, yeah. So like weekends were our playground. But yeah, I mean, I like I bought uniform skirts in seventh grade and never bought new ones. So in seventh grade, they were like oversized, like schoolgirl, like to the knees. And by my senior year, I looked like a cheerleader because I was like, fantasy. I'm not spending my money on new new skirts. <laughs> I'm never wearing Mills. these again. Absolutely not. Um, but yeah, there was like, God, the summer between eighth and ninth grade was when all the huge, like giant union bay jeans were a thing. And so it was like big baggy jeans, little crop tops. And my friend Lauren and I got really into white eyeliner and we would do this like thick, white, like chunky, thick white eyeliner on our upper lids and so much mascara. And we were just like. We are so cool. Like, we're so cool. Oh, man. God, the white eyeliner. I'd forgotten about that one. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It was great. I'll find photos. I tried that once for an event. It was something at New York Fashion Week. I was like, I'm going to really just go out on a limb and do white eyeliner. Let me tell you what does not look good on my face. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if it looked good on my face either, but God, I felt fabulous. And remember the little plastic, like woven chokers that looked like little flowers? Mm. Yes. So we'd have have the little flower choker and white eyeliner and little tops and giant jeans. Oh man, it was a moment. So twiggy. Yeah. Ooh. We all had chokers, right? I had the leather choker. That was uh-huh. like, like, but then I realized, like, I had a weapon around my neck. Like anybody could have murdered me wearing <laughs> something like that. Yeah, that's because it won't break. Yeah, it won't break. It when it was like yeah. woven leather. Um, what, what was yours, Joy? Did you have like a cameo I on was, one? Oh yeah, probably. I, I did. Oh god, I loved cameos. Nailed it. <laughs> <Yeah>. So predictable. <laughs> yeah, Victorian. I, Victorian. I had a cameo. Cho- yeah, velvet choker with a cameo on it. Oh, God, yeah. I, think I wouldn't still with like wear a little that, lace tie. Oh yeah. I'm like, I think I've seen you wearing one of those actually. Yeah, hold on. I feel like I'm I'm on the internet right now buying us <laughs> chokers. The interweb. I was <laughs> uh, I was watching The Great. Are you guys watching that on Hulu? The, the um, oh, it's so good. It's about Catherine the Great, it but it's um. 
Elle Fanning and uh, Nicholas Holt. Isn't it very like genius? It is. It's it's bubblegum pop. I'm excited. And the costumes are insane. The sets are insane. The acting's brilliant. It's all very, very well done. Um, But there's a character and she always wears a a diamond necklace, like a tennis necklace, but thicker. And then with a, a ribbon, like a, just a ribbon choker around her neck and this diamond necklace oh, together. Yeah. And every time I see it, I'm like, I need that in my life. Yeah. Mm. Happy holidays. Yeah. That's the look. That's Let's the do look. that. Next time. Oh, next but, time. Uh, so you made the choice not to wear a lot of makeup in this episode, speaking of makeup, um, Hillary. And mm. I... I it's the first time I remember seeing that because even after Ellie died, like they still, you still had lipstick on the next day. Not like it was noticeable. It was just like, you know, they, there was a uniform for all of us, mm-hmm. uh, for our faces. And it was just like, that's what it is. You're on the CW. You have to look like this. Mm-hmm. And um, I really loved that you in this episode had, you probably had foundation on it. Your skin looked amazing. You were super glowy. Mm-hmm. Best hair days you've ever had um, so far. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't shower the whole time. Uh, maybe that was it. I don't know. But you, but uh, did so you good. have to fight anybody on that, or was that a pretty easy transition? You were like, "Look, I just had an attack. I'm gonna not have makeup on yeah. this episode." I so watching this episode back, I can't pinpoint exactly what it is, but I it's like I had acid reflux watching this episode back, like. My body remembers being mad or like grossed out or just like mm. toxic. And I I hated this. Like I watching it back almost 20 years later. I'm like, I hate this, I hate really? this, I hate this. I didn't like the trauma bond between Peyton and Lucas. And I didn't have the words for that back then. But mm. the ro- the romanticizing of a trauma bond is weird for me as a grown-up, you know? Like, Mm. this child has been assaulted. She is living in Karen's house, and, like, no adult talks to her. And so, of course, she is so glued to Lucas's side. Yeah. That's Mm. not love. That's not love. Yeah. That's trauma. And, like, at what point, you know, does Sleeping Beauty wake up from that and say, oh, oh, I've kind of been in a... I've been in a holding pattern, just trying yeah. to like survive every day. Um, so I really didn't like that. I really didn't like how Derek was directed to be so hostile. I didn't like that yeah. we finally had another black man on the show and he was directed to be super hostile. And mm. I I thought it was out of character for a Marine. They mm-hmm. are trained to control their feelings. And so there was a lot That's there. That's interesting. Yeah. It's a lot there that I was like, Ernest is a good actor, so I don't like this direction that he was given. Yeah. Um, and I thought the whole get over it, Peyton messaging was shitty. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, yeah, not a way to handle sexual assault. 100%. I see all that. Yeah. I mean, I think these are great points. But you as an actor did a really good job. That's all I'm saying. You took that plate of shit and you garnished it so that it looked appetizing. You really did. did. Girl, you really did a beautiful job. And I will say, like, the the thing that I wrote down, the thing that felt the most authentic, to me, there's a, a line really early in the episode that 
is something that makes me want, I just want to punch people in the face when they say this to anyone who's been through something. Lucas says to you, if you let this change you, he wins. Mm -hmm. And -hmm. it's like, excuse me? Yeah. There is a before and an after when you go through something like this and you just so simply respond and say, then maybe he wins. I mean, that's probably how I would answer in real life. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You then, fine. But it was the only acknowledgement of, of course, this is going to change me. Mm -hmm. And, And in whatever way you frame it, I'm different. And like it 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 felt like uh an a, an acknowledgement and and you know a bit of a protest because someone who hasn't been through that kind of trauma doesn't have a right to tell you not to be changed. Yeah. You know, and and I well, know we said this. That's what I mean, this. he was so flippant at the beginning of the episode, the whole like making jokes like, "Oh, let me guess what happened." Like you're not feeling like you know yeah. the hat and the thing and he was kind of poking fun at you. I just I really didn't understand where he was coming from at all with any of that. Well, mm-hmm. also the whole mm-hmm. sentiment, the the whole episode is that you're a lesser person if you have been changed by a traumatic event. And mm. Peyton is or treated- Or you're weak. Yeah. She's treated like she's lesser. It's like, oh, if you mm. could just get back to being old Peyton, then you'd be a tough girl again. And for the first time, she's actually being honest and admitting, hey, I am scared. Hi, I don't want to be myself. I'm telling people the truth for the first time ever. I'm yeah. really struggling here. And it's like, oh, God, she's she's a fraction of who she used to be. Um, and you think that was the whole episode or you feel like that was just where where Lucas was coming from? No, I feel like I don't that's that. how. But the only two people Peyton interacts with are Lucas and Derek, and they're both telling mm-hmm. her that, you know, I didn't. I think that's why I liked the boxing scene so much. It didn't seem to me that. That's not the message I got anyway. I I liked the interspersing of all the flashbacks of every, of all these painful moments that have hit Peyton that she's just sort of taken. Emotionally, she's been taking these hits, taking them, taking them, taking them. Mm-hmm. So to fight back is meaningful. Um, it I felt a catharsis for her in that as I was watching it. I was like, yeah, that's, you. Ha- you can't just keep taking the hits. You have to find a way to release. Um, I see so the I liked it for that reason. It was joy. That day at work was so awkward. Because also, <laughs> you see this big, huge scar on my knuckle? Like, I've got, a, I've got a big middle knuckle over here. Yeah. And it's because my brother had left a dirty dish in the sink, and I was pissed, and I went to go wash it, and it shattered, and it sliced open my knuckle and, like, cut the tendon. Cut to, like, three days later, I've got to shoot this boxing scene. Oh, no. So the reason my hands are all hidden in the sleeves of that sweatshirt (laughs) are because we had to, like, pad the shit out of it. Because I'm... Ernest was all padded up. They didn't even have him... It was like... They didn't have him grab a bag or something, or, like, a pad for me to punch. I was supposed to be punching him. But the Mm, way it had to be shot, I wasn't actually punching him. I was just kind of swinging my arm and having to, like, fake punch the side of him, which looked stupid. And I knew it looked stupid on the day. And anytime you have to do a stunt that you know looks stupid on the day and cry on top of it, you're just like, why is everyone f***ing with me today? Why can't (laughs) I just punch something directly or, or not cry? Like it didn't look that bad. Now that they once they edited everything Mm -hmm. and they cut it all together with all of the, you couldn't tell. I mean, I can tell an actor and know what it was like on the set. I mean, but it's only because (laughs) I know how you had to shoot it. (laughs) It was uncomfortable. 
I also have to say, like, <clears throat> now I know that that coincided with your hand thing, but I, I honestly, when you were swinging at the sides of him, was like, I kind of like the choice. Like, I thought you made a choice. Oh, yeah, to, yeah, that's to what make, it was. <laughs> no, but it's like, I'm to make girl. Peyton look like a kid who didn't know what she was doing. Like, you're yeah. not, you know, Linda, you're not Linda Carter. You're not like Wonder Woman. You're not doing like a coordinated stunt scene. Like, you're supposed to be Although, a kid who's this- scared and, and, and I don't know. I, I kind of liked that you didn't look like, you know, Evander Holyfield. Like, because <laughs> right? I, I find that to be ridiculous too. Whoa. They wrote this because Million Dollar Baby had just come out in 2004. It won the Oscar oh, at the yeah. end of that year. And then, you know, we shot this like six months later. So, you know, it was just, well, they you gave had you the your boxing million your house baby. like a couple episodes ago. I and know. then, didn't someone else have some boxing shit in their house? It's like they, know. we tried Barbara, the boxing maybe? out on a number of us. And yeah. I don't know. Also, that ring the, was really springy. And so when I would take steps forward, I'm like bouncing. And on the camera. And I couldn't stop bouncing. And so it just looks like Peyton's hopping the whole time. <laughs> and I might be the only person that's really zeroed in on this because I hated it so much. But all I saw in that scene was bouncing and arms flapping and like Aww. having to cry. Oh, Peyton. Oh, Peyton. I liked it. I agree with Sophia. I thought it was a choice, the sort of like flaily element of Well, it. if you two yeah. say so, it shall I be done. It. I, I think it's funny, though, that everybody on our show at some point or another was boxing, <laughs> except for me, and I box. Oh, and yeah. I was always like, I want to I wanna go. No, you were being punished second phase with your part-time model. Oh. Um, okay, ew, what, are we, I don't know guys. that we need to spend much time on it with the teacher, but why, 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 why did they do this? I don't know. I, um, I, I really, I haven't stopped thinking about the tweet that we got about this. You what? know, it, it hasn't stopped kind of pinging around in my brain that, that, Fans have picked up on what felt like some really inappropriate messaging, like that this felt targeted, mm-hmm. and and that oh the, you're talking about men, the tweet that you showed us last yeah last the, oh, week yeah. I guess it was you know that that men are like whoa that like FYI that felt weird to us and you know again we're repeating that Brooke is 18 again she goes in and says hi Brooke Davis 18 high school student. Yeah. You know, the this notion that um, might be inappropriate, but it's not illegal. Yeah. yeah that, that that a bunch yes. of men in their mid 40s were trying to suggest that it was OK. Uh, yeah. On some level. This, it's OK. At least yeah. on, the, on a basic legal level. Yeah. It's OK. You know, no one can ever know, but you right. can still do it. I, it just it makes my stomach turn. It makes me yeah. really feel sick because what they're doing is they're trying to normalize and romanticize a clear abuse of power. Well, also she's okay, technically not a child, but if this man is willing to sleep mm-hmm. with a student, mm-hmm. you yes. think that the fact that she's 18 really matters to this guy who clearly yeah. has uh, just excellent moral standards? Ugh. Ugh. No. Ugh. Doesn't yeah, matter. Whole, you know the he whole would- thing is just not it's just not right. Well, the scheming, too, where he's like, if we just wait three months, it's like he has thought this out. Mm-hmm. Like, Gross. how do I get away with this? 
Yeah. Yeah. So the next time she's 16 and then the next time she's 15 and then how, how long does it, you know what I mean? Like how far does that line go? Mm -hmm. It's so disgusting. And again, you know, the fact that, that this repeat of Brooke's age is being peppered in so often, the fact that they made Rachel say, well, and you know, normally it's 18 is the age of consent, but in this state it's 17. Like, Mm -hmm. so essentially what you're saying is a bunch of other grown men have made a version of pedophilia okay in this Mm -hmm. one state in the South, and we're going to pretend that's all right? Like, I cannot imagine you guys at 26 years old being like, you know who I want to kiss? That 18-year-old, that 17-year-old over there. Like, because, I mean, what are we when we're shooting this season? We're we're 25? Like, oh my God. Are we? I don't even know that we were 25 yet. I think we were still like 24. If this I mean, is I don't know anything about the, those laws. I don't know if any of them were put into place when teenagers were getting married, like 16-year-olds were marrying each other and each other need for being forced to get out of the house and go get jobs and because the economy was different and the social structures were different. So it's possible that that came from that, but it's still gross because of the implications that how it affects it's older a loophole. people who do yeah. still, it's a loophole. And that's well, what bothers me. And that's what it is. It's only ever used as a loophole and it's used as a loophole predominantly to prey on young women. And, and just the fact that we were, that we were being asked forced <laughs> to portray some sort of normalization of this, even when Brooke is being vulnerable with him and saying like, well, what is this? Is this just sex to you? And and she says, you know, all we ever do is sneak around. I mean, not that sneaking around is so bad. It's like she's mm. been cultured to make jokes for her own feelings. Mm-hmm. And I, we still I just, do that. Ugh, it just all made me feel. It really could have gone edgy. a different way, you guys. Like, legitimately, hmm. legally, Brooke is eighteen; he's mm-hmm. twenty-three years old. Let's; those are the rules, right? Mm-hmm. And he finds out that she is his student. He could have said, "Hey, I really like you a lot, mm-hmm. and there's only three months left, and so mm-hmm. I'm going to be your friend and like get to know you for three months. I'm your teacher." And so we're not going to yeah. cross those boundaries, but I like your brain and I'm seeing you use it in the classroom and like, cool. And when you are 18, like, or when you are graduated, like mm-hmm. neat, it could have gone a different way where you saw him being responsible. But now what yeah. we have back to back are two men being reeled in by the feminine wiles of high school yeah. girls, you these know, be- sirens, between Rachel girls. and Brooke, mm. you know, Cooper Ugh. was a good man Cooper, before that. Cooper, what I was just going to say. Yes. He was a good man, but that Rachel got her hooks in him. And I'm sure mm-hmm. this, you know, Nick guy is a good man. It's just the sex is irresistible. What's a man mm, Same thing do? happened to, to uh, mm. what's his name? Jake with Nikki. Nikki. Mm. They're just getting lured in. They just can't help themselves. Yeah, I don't, I don't like it. Like Brooke having a secret non-sexual relationship with a teacher would have been salacious and also mm-hmm. more interesting. Like if they're literally meeting in the coffee shop to talk about books or mm. her student government stuff mm-hmm. and he becomes a mentor as opposed to a sexual partner. But the sex, mm. sex, 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 like that drumbeat is so boring. It's so boring. Well, and it's deeply uncomfortable because, again, on their first date, 
when she says, oh, this is where I used to be a cheerleader. And Ugh. he says, you still have the uniform. Like it's, it's oh, even all. from the first date, it's all he was talking about. Yeah. It's gross. just, it's, it's, it's a fetishization of these high school girls, of these cheerleaders. And when I think back to our boss literally screaming at us that none of the high school cheerleaders ever wanted to fuck him. Ugh. Well, yeah, duh. It, it, it just feels, um, it makes it feel personal and creepy. It's very, I, I don't know. I feel like we were all being kind of puppeted mm-hmm. in a way that, that felt, it didn't feel like creative story. It well, really we felt like personal wish fulfillment. Oh, yeah. And it, and it just like, it makes my skin crawl. We were so young. We didn't have enough experience to know how to name it and see exa- say well, exactly no. what was going on. So it was like, I mean, what? we're so uncomfortable. I'm so uncomfortable, but I don't I mean, know what to you do. You guys, even our last conversation, you know, on the last episode that aired, when we were talking about how we got bullied over the Maxim cover, mm-hmm. like you guys, that's headline news. I don't know if you've been on the internet this week, but like it is... It is major news. People are like, oh my God, there are articles written yeah, about it. that surprised me. I had somebody and, just sent me that yeah. from Variety this morning. I, I, first time I saw it, I don't know if it's been out for a while, but I was like, whoa. No, you guys, I, I genuinely was like, wait, what? This is news? And I, it's That's like, what I thought too. <laughs> like, I thought I've been yelling about this for years, guys. <laughs> well, A, we've been yelling about it for years, but B, we were, we were, treated like this was normal we were spoken to like this was normal we were told that this was just business dealings so the fact that like major publications are going look what happened to these girls and we're like oh it really was crazy (laughs) yeah (laughs) like for us it was just another day and all these people are like how dare oh my god unbelievable that this was allowed to go on on their set and we're like hello this was our every day (laughs) Like, it's just so, it's, it's, it's surprising even now um, to realize how out of the norm that is. And so it, it, I think it just all factors into when we watch things like this on screen, you go, oh, come on. It feels yeah. personal. Joy, you're getting put into the Karen, um, mm. what is the, what is what the word for it? Like a man would be called a eunuch, but like you're getting put into yeah. this, this like, sexless box well she's the madonna yeah it's the madonna whore complex and rachel and brooke are whores right and Haley is the madonna yeah and you you guys had beautiful scenes this episode Mm -hmm. and it was weird to get a backstory from karen that was no backstory like did you guys clock that when she was like you know look at all the things that you have Haley. i was pregnant and i didn't have a family and i had no friends and Mm, yeah that's all we know about Karen. Yeah. yeah. No no real information. It's so weird. She's yeah. so unvaluable that we don't dig into any of it. That's it is right. so, so weird. I think they just really didn't know. I mean, that was it. If, you, if you're not useful for sex, mm. then I don't know what to do with you. <laughs> 
octopus will make you pregnant. If we make that's you pregnant, mentality. that's going to buy us yeah. nine whole months. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So we'll make you pregnant, but then you're going to have a baby and now you're definitely sexless. Yeah. So yeah. I really don't know what to do with you. So let's make it. So if you Isn't notice, so Haley's whole storylines all from like from a little bit before this all start to become about reactionary stuff. She's yeah. not mm. actually active and making choices and doing things and inter interfering in other people's storylines or uh, there's no action. She's just reacting for the next, like basically the next nine seasons or six seasons. Ugh. Yeah. Joy. It's really, it's really, it's really weird. Sorry, Hil- you know, uh, Sophia, you were going to say something. Well, I was just going to say, it's so interesting that they're like, well, the minute she's pregnant, she's got to be buttoned up and, and prude. And then once yeah. she's a mom, she's prude. And I'm like, do y'all forget how women get pregnant? Like, clearly she's not a sexless person. <laughs> like, yeah. When you're pregnant, your hormones are bananas. And you don't <laughs> care that you're pregnant. Like, if anything, Haley should have been, like, all over Nathan. Like, suck. <laughs> you yeah. just won that game. You just won three <laughs> games in a row. Let's jam. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh my God. But you know what I will say? Because I don't just want to be down on the grossness of the writer's room. I... I, I want to give like a very sweet shout out to how nice it is to see the Rivercourt boys. Yay. Them I coming into that. the gym and that, that scene where, you know, Lucas tells Skills to keep his starter jersey. And then you see Lucas, Nathan, and Skills just dominating these mm-hmm. games together. And the montages of the playoffs are so good. And even though I hate, Brooke and her teacher hooking up at school. It's literally disgusting. There's the way they edit everyone's stories. Yeah. So that you see what everyone's doing during these montages, whether it's bad behavior, you know, good behavior, you're, you know, you're dealing with your stuff. It's, I don't know. Like that is some of the best of what our episodes were. Yeah. So even though there's a lot, I think that's problematic here. The, the joy of the game and Whitey becoming such a good advocate, like yeah. telling Dan to back the fuck off of Nathan and getting Lucas back in the game for 15 minutes a game. Like mm. there is some I'm really, really glad we had Whitey here. Ah, uh, there's just some beautiful stuff that I, I want to cling to because that's what brings me yeah, joy. It's just like those are the meaningful moments. It's not all the crazy action. It's the moments where you just sit on Barry's face watching the boys play and mm-hmm. being proud of the work that he's put in and seeing the fruits of his labor. Those mm-hmm. are the kinds of things that in real life, those are the moments that feed our soul. And when you yeah. watch it from characters who you love, it feeds your soul. Mm-hmm. Those are the things that feel really important to me. I loved that as well. Whitey had that really good quote because he was talking about, you know, do you know how much it took for your mother to come in here and and yeah. ask for you to play those 15 minutes? He said, you get 15 minutes of time a game to make her proud and a lifetime to make them both proud, referring to Keith because he's now wearing Keith's jersey. Mm. Yeah. And see, that's it. Like, that's the thing that we write down. We don't write down the loan shark shit, you know? That's (laughs) that's the goofy stuff that some dude in a room thought was cool. The stuff that our fan base thought was cool were those moments of like, hey, what I do matters and how I connect with people matters. Yeah. Yep. Sweetness well, matters. And, and Barry, that idea that, you know, you've got these minutes in the game and a lifetime, mm-hmm. it's it's this 
sweet old man essentially saying, it only gets bigger and better from here. Yeah. Put high school in perspective. These are moments. You have a whole lifetime. Yeah. Grow into the man you want to be. Make your people proud for the next, you know, 60 years. And that that's such sage advice, especially when you're in that bubble, when you feel like it's your whole world. To remember that there is a universe out there waiting for you is such a, that's just such a gift that only someone with perspective can give to you at that age. Agreed. How do you feel about the mouth and Gigi of it all? Oh, I love seeing Kelsey. She's so good. I mean, we just watched her on Yellowstone. Like Me too. Last night I was watching her. She's killing me this (laughs) season. She is such a good dramatic actress. And it's crazy. She's such a good actress. To be reminded of like all this comedy she was doing as a baby. Yeah. 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 She's so great. And they're so sweet together. And it's fun to watch them. It's really fun to watch them. Well, and I like that Mouth clocked the whole oh, I've been friend-zoned, like, multiple times. Mm-hmm. Am I really going to friend-zone this, you know, they try to make her a nerdy girl, but she's, like, a super hot girl in she's glasses. so stunning. <laughs> yeah, it's like the Rachel Lee Cook effect. You're like, okay, guys, nice try. You see that <laughs> she she's gorgeous. Clark Kent. She totally. Um, yeah. All right, what else did we miss? That's it. Uh no. Oh the, go- oh, the government letting pedestrians wander through the training, the military. Girl, I wrote that down, <laughs> too. I had to put that, that in was so insane. Clearly, no one in our writer's room had ever been pregnant or dealt with a pregnancy before because they have no idea what hormones are. Um, right. They have never been on a military base or, nope. like, not on a military base, like, sit- <laughs> seated up front, you know? They just, yeah. they, they're just making shit up at this point. That was so funny. Like that was so funny. Sophia and I were cracking up. The idea that a pedestrian could mm-hmm. just walk up to a marine base yeah. Yeah. and be like, "I'm just, I'm just looking for a uh, uh, Derek. Oh yeah, he's over yeah. there. No problem." And then the yeah. guard gate just goes up. And Let me like, get yeah. you a ride in my Humvee <laughs> into training. It, yeah, right Tom's on gonna in. give you a ride here. We like, were at what? war. We were at war when this episode aired. We were oh, in the, that's right. I mean, we were literally training to send these boys to war. It was serious. And so, yeah, th- that idea that like. Oh, and then oh. they're giving Billy Idol a ride onto their base. Okay. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and then you come later. Exactly. It's so crazy. Just a little walk and talk with the Marines it in the background. It is so crazy. What Joy and I, Hill, we were dying laughing before you hopped on because, you know, it cuts to. Ernest leading everyone through a run and then it just turns and there's some guy and Chad in the Hummer driving through the training exercises and we were so aghast that that would never happen. I didn't even say, but I wrote down, I go, and they tore up the grass. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh my God. Like the car literally like left tire tracks in the grass. We're going to get this guy to his friend. It's cool. Oh. No, we're going to descend on a helicopter next time. Don't worry. Yeah, it's yeah, Tree yeah. Hill. Anything That'll goes. Be That's cool. what I want to see. 
What is better than a beach vacay? An all-inclusive beach vacay with Cheap Caribbean Vacations, of course. Cheap Caribbean gets you more food, more drinks, and more fun for less. Plus, you can score $175 instant savings on beach favorites in Mexico, the Dominican Republic, Jamaica, Aruba, and the Bahamas for even more awesome savings. Book by April 1st, 2024, and learn more about doing your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. This March, join Macy's and Girls, Inc. to empower a new generation of leaders now during Women's History Month. I love that Macy's partners with Girls, Inc. to support young women and leaders, inspiring all girls to be strong, smart, and bold. Throughout March, you can help fund STEM and college and career readiness programming for girls when you donate online to Girls, Inc. or Roundup on your purchase. Plus, shop women-owned and founded brands like Kaylee Cosmetics, New Face, and Better Not Younger. Learn more and celebrate the creative power of women now and all year round at Macy's.com slash purpose. Call it power, you guys. Yay. I love this. Your whole life you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving into your cravings and indulging. But actually, your cravings are leading you right where you needed to be. It is Kala Power. I love this name. I do too. Kala Power is the brand that powers the food you crave with ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. If you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of the Kala Power's thin and crispy stone fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Kala Power's chicken tenders are made with real all natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. Oh, and that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big, warm bowl of pasta, you can dig in with Kala Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Kala Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies, gluten-free always, and ready in minutes. Most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Kala Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcallapower.com to find them in a store near you. Kala Power. Crave on. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Guys, I, I don't know. There were some real ridiculous things. I'm going to go out on the fact that the Rivercourt boys were the sweetest. Yeah. And, and let's end on a high note and take a fan question. <laughs> Yes. yes, please. This one. Okay. I'm going to ask you guys. Okay. Okay. It's from Carrie. She says, what do you think the origin story of Peyton and Brooke's friendship is? The show never actually told us how they became friends. Whoa. I'm, how is, what, what did happen? Well, there's mention of us having been friends since we were little. Yeah. I mean, Remember, I thought, I thought Peyton's mom died when she was like eight or nine and so mm-hmm. I know that we were friends before that. Before that. Yeah, because Peyton talks about, you tell that story, I don't remember if it's this season or last season, about how when your mom died, I I just never left. Yeah. And we talk about the winter and like- The igloo. The when I got igloo. shot, I'm telling the igloo story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, they've been friends since elementary school at least. Yeah, I mean, eight or nine is like third, fourth grade. So if they were already best friends before that, 
Yeah. These are preschool buddies. These are just yeah. like, and my kid has those. Like Gus is mm-hmm. friends with the same kids that he's been friends with since he was three. And every once in mm-hmm. a while, like you pick up a new person, but I can totally see them as like the two alpha chicks in the preschool classroom that are yeah. Because personalities are strong at that age. (laughs) I just dropped George off. That's why I was late. Because I dropped George off at preschool. And I'm just like, please just be like a sweetheart. (laughs) Be loving and inclusive. Um, Yeah. But yeah, I think preschool. Is Maria still friends with kids that she went to preschool with? Yes. Uh, Wait, no, kindergarten. Kindergarten, yeah. But Mm. same difference. Yeah, she has one... Particularly one really good friend who she still went to kindergarten with. Yeah. So sweet. Yeah, I I I totally buy these two, you know, being friends from preschool. And it's actually really interesting to think at that moment, like Victoria and Peyton's mom would have known each other. Oh, wild. That's you right. Know? That's pretty cool. We never find out anything about Peyton's mom. She makes one comment to Ellie, like, I got my art from my mom. Mm-hmm. But I just imagine these two little girls, like, and Peyton letting Brooke do whatever she wants to her. Like, <laughs> like I'm going to take these markers and put makeup on you. And Peyton's like, okay. <laughs> like, sure. <laughs> do you know what I mean? That's the energy that I see yes. in preschool. Yes. Preschool Peyton and Brooke. Uh, oh, yes. Just like, hey, yeah. I'm going to cut bangs. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Whatever you want. Yep. I also like the idea that little baby artist Peyton was probably giving us both like temporary tattoos oh, with yes. with our Pentel marker sets. Listen, I have a picture of Gus at that age where he has drawn what he thinks look like robot parts on his chest. It doesn't look like robot parts. It looks totally inappropriate. But oh my gosh. at that age, you're giving yourself tattoos and you're like, I look so cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You give me the makeup. I'll give you the tattoos. <laughs> yeah. I need Funny. those photos. Those are fun. Mm, let's Cutie. spin a wheel. Do it. Most likely to... This is good. This is good. Who's most likely to get rid of their smartphone and go back to a flip phone slash BlackBerry? Girl, that BlackBerry was the shit. Damn, I loved loved that BlackBerry. It it was, yeah, you had to pry that out of my cold dead hands. I was never going to give that thing up. I still have mine. What? You guys, I have a box. Hold. hold Like, I have it, but is yours operable? Give me one second. I gave it to Gus to use as a prop in movies that he makes. <laughs> I'm just going to say that I had the newest model of the iPhone. And as soon as the smallest version that you could get, like that fits in the palm of your hand came out, I went back to it. It's like the smallest, dumbest version. But I love it because it's not invading my life in the same way as that giant fucking... It was like a computer and it's a yeah. giant computer screen in your hand every day. You can't sit down. You can't fit it in any of your purses. Not into yeah, it. It breaks. Are you going to do the shashunk right now? I have literally (laughs) been thinking about going back. So first I found my old Blackberry. Mm -hmm. (gasps) And then I found not one, (gasps) but two. You got the Nokia. The Razors. Oh, these are the Razors. These are the Motorola Razors. And I... I want this to be my cell phone again. Yes. yes. So bad. Yeah. The idea that no one can just blow up your phone with text messages. 
How, what oh. a relief that would be. And when you were on the phone, you'd be like, okay, love you, bye. Yeah. Oh, Click. the mm-hmm. feeling of that. I mm-hmm. want it. Yeah, I have a box of old tech. Peace of mind. In my that, office. Like, if you're going to check your Instagram or your Twitter, you have to get on your computer and like, this is the time to that it. I'm choosing mm-hmm. to do this instead of just having it in your pocket. Yeah. The idea that I could have a phone that flips open and close and the, the only texts I can send are like smiley faces and I have T9. to literally type out the numbers. Like, gimme, 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 gimme. Send me voice texts all day long. Send, leave me voice messages. Yeah. I yeah. do not want to read. If I could phone. get the sidekick again, the T-Mobile sidekick, oh. that was my favorite device of all time. Oh yeah. yeah. Flipped up on the side. Yeah. I the, yeah. The screen flipped up. Hillary, you and I, I have like visceral core memories of being in the makeup trailer at like 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. and both of us being like, hey, hey, click. And we would just be typing <laughs> yeah. on our little sidekicks. Yeah. That thing ruled. It was like yeah. having a typewriter in your fist. Yeah. I loved it. All right. Well, then I think the answer to that wheel is all of us because, <laughs> God, how do we get that endorsement deal? Like, like do we come out I, with a drama queen's flip phone? <laughs> yeah, Please. we should. Mm-hmm. Truly, what I want is for this to be my cell phone. And then I want, like, I want it, the device to essentially split where I only talk on the phone on this. But if I want to do, like, texts, emails, whatever on an iPhone that like I need longer form for, I can. I don't know how to do that. Mm-hmm. Maybe somebody who's listening knows how to how to do a little yeah. call forwarding or something. Yeah. You do an iPad. Mm. Just do it all on a fucking iPad. Right? Okay, so it's sure. like a big thing that like Joy to Joy's point. You're forced. Yes. To get yes. in there. I like that. I'm down. Okay. Great. Flip phone city, man. It's happening 2023. Here we go. Here we go, y'all. All (laughs) All right. Next episode, season four, episode seven, all these things that I've done. Uh Uh-oh. That sounds dark. Yeah, danger. (laughs) I'm excited. (laughs) See you next week. Bye. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget to leave us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at dramaqueensoth. Or email us at dramaqueens at iheartradio.com. See you next time. We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl. cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl, you could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive Budget Beach Finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Boy, I've spent definitely a significant amount of time in therapy in my life. And I think there's just so many layers to life that can be hard to navigate. And having somebody there to just talk through things really makes, makes the days easier sometimes. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. 
Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Friends, it is the season of cheers. Shop the largest selection of wine, liquor, beer, mixers, and more delivered in as little as one hour. Oh, that's so easy. Mini Bar Delivery brings the wine and liquor store to the palm of your hand. As featured in Rolling Stone, People, the New York Times Magazine, their app is loaded with party essentials, gifts, cocktails, entertaining tips, and the perfect finishing touch to any life moment. And you'll get $10 off your first mini bar delivery order with code IHEART. Get mini bar delivery on the go, available on iOS or Android. Guys, we've been telling you about how we are huge fans of Tacova's boots, heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service. They're some of the best features of Tacova's, but now they also have a gift for our listeners. Hillary, yes. tell them what they've won. Girl, Tacova's will throw in one of their best selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of $100 at tacovas.com. So just use the code DRAMA at checkout. That is D-R-A-M-A at tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. And point your toes west. <laughs> 